What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 53 of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about, you guessed it, the Indian markets. Uh, this is more analytical content. If you want more informational content, do check out my Instagram page. It is at Indian Markets with KR. Also, I've started a new Twitter handle uh, so that I can, you know, tweet stuff. Uh, and that is at the rate Markets with KR uh, because Indian Markets with KR was damn, damn long for Twitter. So that's why. Uh, but anyway, uh, this episode we'll be talking about the general trend of the market, Nifty's analysis, Bank Nifty's analysis, and my trades. Now, before we get into it, I just wanted to say that uh, real quick, if you're listening uh, on Anchor, at least I know it, it is possible for Anchor and Spotify, but if you're listening on these platforms, do try to listen on 2x speed. Uh, I tried doing that for another podcast and it was just life changing. Uh, it's 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 a completely different experience altogether and I do recommend doing that especially because I'm known to speak a little bit slowly and uh, this 27 25 minute podcast can turn into a 12 13 minute one so do try that out and I mentioned that I was listening to another podcast that podcast is my father's one it's called The Open Mind uh, and it's available on Anchor as of now and on Spotify too. But I'll be I'll be pushing it on other platforms as well. So, you know, I know it's a quick plug, not related to the markets, but I really want to mention it because uh, it's, it's super crazy that my father's actually done this and I'm super pumped for him. It basically talks about, you know, his experiences and how he's, how, how he feels certain things, uh, you know, impact our lives positively and all those things so really nice uh, interesting listen and if you're into you know personal development self-help and all those things i definitely recommend giving it a listen and uh, do share your feedback uh, because if you share it with me i can always uh, sort of forward it back to him so anyway uh, with that dealt with uh, we can move on to the general trend that I observed. Alright, so coming to the general trend, day before yesterday and yesterday I had mentioned that most of the stocks on my watch list were uh, properly positive and pretty much none of them were willing to go down and almost all of them closed positively. Uh, that was slightly worrying because I actually had short positions. So, you know, some of them I was not able to exit uh in time i did incur a loss on those but anyway most of them were positive this time it was actually not the case this time it was mixed uh some were positive some were you know negative some were unchanged uh so that's what we saw uh in general you know what i'm seeing is that yesterday we saw pretty pretty healthy uh score for nifty i believe it was plus 159 and bank nifty was plus 350 or something uh, whereas today we're seeing slightly lower levels plus 57 for nifty and plus 114 for bank nifty and uh, this this might just indicate that you know the indexes the indices are slowing down by a bit and it is not as uh, you know unanimously and uh, you know properly positive as it was earlier and that is bound to happen because uh, you know you you can't have so many positive days but 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 with this in mind i do feel that tomorrow's expiry which is a monthly expiry very important 
uh, it might just be a negative one. And we'll go more into this in Nifty and Bank Nifty's analysis. But I just wanted to mention this that, you know, considering all of this, I would not rule out the possibility of a negative expiry. In fact, uh, I would not be surprised if the expiry is actually down 150 points. Um, you know, roughly 150 points for Nifty, but we'll come to that again in Nifty's section. Um, you know, I would also not be surprised because this is something that we have seen in the past, as I said. Uh, if Thursday is actually not too negative, that is, if tomorrow is not too negative, again, I would not be surprised. But in that case, I would fully expect Friday to. Uh, you know, show show the show the market's true hesitations, so to say. So that is my general view on the market, and um, you know, let let's let's get started with Nifty's analysis now. All right, so Nifty plus fifty seven point two five points at eleven thousand eight hundred and forty four closing, twenty eight advances, twenty two declines, zero unchanged for the index. And from what I can see, again, my overall view for Nifty is positive. I'd mentioned that uh, in one of the previous episodes, possibly in one of my previous articles, I had mentioned that I am fully expecting an all-time high by the year end. So that is still hold, that still holds true. Uh, and by holds true, I mean I still stand by that belief. Um, but, you know, in the short term, I think that considering that we're seeing a hanging man pattern on the daily chart, and that the distance of the price right now from the 8 moving average, which it generally sticks to, is quite high. I am expecting a possible correction, so uh, I would not rule that out, which is why I had said that tomorrow might be a negative day, possibly day before, day day after tomorrow also. And the reason for that 150 point was that that's the, re- that's the difference between the current price and where the 8MA is at. So the 8MA is just above 11,700 uh, 714 or so if I remember correctly so you know a correction down to 11,690 11, even if it's just a touch and go cannot be ruled out in my opinion um, however you know there's always that possibility that it continues jumping 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 back up and that again that's something we have seen in the past and it carries on that crazy high momentum for a few days uh, three days four days and then it consolidates for a bit where 8MA actually catches up. So that is also a possibility. Now, RSI resistance is also approaching on the daily chart. But today I also wanted to include the monthly chart. And that's because the month is almost over. Uh, you know, it's still 30th, so tomorrow is still yet to go. But I wanted to do the do the, at least part of the monthly analysis today because it might just help us give direction to tomorrow's moves. And according to the monthly chart, it shows very, very strong resistance at 11,940. And, you know, possibly, you know, this is plus minus 60 points here and there. So, uh, you know, I'm expecting those that to be a resistance. If it actually does go up tomorrow, we might see a high at 11,940, possibly if it goes up. Uh, But, you know, that that's what the monthly chart is saying. And... On the monthly chart also, 8 and 20 moving average support is very evident. So, uh, looks like that August ending doji did work. So, according to that, you know, the general trend does appear to be positive. Uh, so, that is what, you know, the, the monthly chart also indicates. And according to the weekly chart, it is 
you know in line also it's nothing to uh, you know nothing out of the out of the ordinary what is extremely interesting now and i know i i refrain from doing a lot of intraday analysis because not a lot of y'all are day traders in fact i don't think anyone of y'all is a day trader except my father who i know listens to these <clears throat> so uh, on the intraday chart we saw some very clear 50 ma support after it actually uh, you know falling from that plus 80 open uh, so nifty actually opened plus 80 from then it uh, it went down i believe to plus 36 and then from there it bounced up to plus 57 where it closed in between all of these things uh, i know i noticed something very interesting now if you've been following me f- following this podcast for three four days possibly last week um actually you know a bit a bit before last week you know that i had talked about a trend line and this trend line was touched today that actually gave resistance to the day's moves so that's quite interesting to see and because that trend line is just so interesting i'll actually uh, post a picture of it on my twitter or on my instagram or both so uh, do do check those out if you are interested in seeing which trend line i'm actually talking about because because it was actually very neat how it actually respected that but without further ado let's get into nifty's gainers and losers and uh, this time we're seeing some very interesting gainers top gainers today with gale leading the pack plus 6.32% at 133.80 which was the closing price and from what i could see on the charts you know it looks like a textbook support level where it actually jumped up from and uh, the candlestick pattern was also very uh, very bullish very reversal like and based on that you know approximately 120 or so levels would have been a great entry point Uh, I of course do not track Gale every day, and Gale in general has proven to be a stock which might just swing either way, which is why, uh, you know, I do not get into that stock a lot. But you know, this is my top gainers analysis, so I've included it here. The next gainer for the day is Grasim. Again, I, I did mention that this is an unexpected gainers list, or rather, an unusual gainers list. So Grasim. Plus three point five five percent, closing at seven hundred and forty point one zero. And from what I could see with Grasim, we can see that there was a mini consolidation almost. And uh, from there, it's actually jumped up. Now, where it's at, approximately four five points away, is a pretty strong resistance from what I could see. So I'm curious to see if Grasim is actually able to hold up around those levels. I I I sort of remember uh, seeing Grasim at approximately 600 levels and that and at that time I was not particularly a fan of the stock because it was just moving you know this way and that but there were support zones from what I could remember uh, you know general support areas from what I could see so you know that might have been the reason it's actually gone up close to 10% since the last time I actually remember uh, the stock Anyway that that's it for the day's gainers now we'll come to the day's losers and we are seeing a regular here uh the top loser of the day was Infratel down 5.25% closing at 183 and we're seeing some massive 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 uh you know down moves by Infratel and that that's honestly just pathetic i'm assuming that some positive news is the only way it can be saved um technically speaking 
and you, you you could say that technically the level at which the news should come into play is at that 160 uh 170 mark which is where we are seeing a technical support so if we see some good news it should ideally just kiss that level and then go up but i am not saying that we might see some good news because uh you know this is actually a very 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 risky trade now i had mentioned that intratel looks good because of that um you know sweet pattern i believe it was a spinning top but clearly that was wrong um you know that that is why i always say that it's best to wait for the next day's candle and then enter it rather than just going in purely based on support levels because anything can happen overnight so um that that was the top loser for the day the next loser for the day is uh quite sadly but also expectedly yes bank down 3.61% closing at 56.05 uh this is honestly not out of out of the blue with levels that we saw i believe yesterday's high was above 60 with those kind of levels jumping from yesterday's was high, yesterday's high was 59.90 i distinctly remember saying that so that's fine uh when the stock is jumping from approximately 30 levels to close to 60 levels it is bound to uh you know face some hurdles so this this point uh, this 3 point you know some fall what was it 3.61% fall is definitely not uh, unwarranted very high volumes in fact the highest volumes of uh, the top 5 gainers and losers are seen in bank nifty so looks like you know the big dogs are at play here so uh, very whether it was a, whether they were actually buying or selling i'm curious to see that uh so that's yes bank the top loser rather the second top loser for the day and with that we can move to bank nifty now oh so i i i believe in the in yesterday's episode also i forgot to mention whether i'm long or short nifty for tomorrow as i said not quite sure uh it so it so it does have you know chances to go up and down and where it's at the hanging man pattern does not look good to me however we're seeing a lot of euphoria nowadays so i would not completely rule out a positive move in short what i'm saying is that tomorrow as the day moves i will react i will not really you know stay too rigid on my views for today in general it looks good how it moved differently today uh you know it was not completely and linearly positive it did face some resistance and that trend line resistance was surprisingly uh you know very very severe in a way to speak so that's my view on nifty overall now we can move on to bank nifty so when we're talking about bank nifty we saw a hanging man pattern on nifty we're seeing a doji on bank nifty and that also indicates a change in trend What is interesting is that it's finally filled in that gap I was talking about yesterday and I believe day before yesterday also however it has faced resistance from a new gap and that gap is approximately at 30020 30030 30, levels and it will be filled at 30180 levels so I'd keep my eye on eye on that you know in fact uh, the day's high was 30150 so damn close to that uh, gap filling level so very interesting how it moved um overall though i mean while the difference between nifty and bank nifty was slightly different bank nifty closing plus 114.45 at 29987.5 yes just 
uh, 12.5 points away from that 30,000 level, that magical 30,000 level. Uh, A, it shows that the 30,000 levels was rejected by the market today. B, it shows that it's still very close to the, uh, the 30,000 levels. Um, and, you know, depending on which side you're on, whether you're naturally, uh, naturally a bull or a bear, uh, you might choose one side of that A or B thing. Uh, I personally, I feel that a lot of it is, you know, pointing towards a possible profit booking or recovery or uh, or correction tomorrow, uh, you know, because the doji pattern, uh, it being almost a gap up and then, you know, a doji and all of those things. And, and of course, the 30,000 level being rejected, all of that does point to a possible correction tomorrow. Uh, so that is my view also that gap resistance should come into play and it should be quite it should ideally be a bit difficult to breach and that gap is of course at that 30,000 approximate level so you know all of those things tying in together sort of make me believe that we might see a negative day for bank nifty tomorrow but again uh, it's entirely possible that it opens gap down and then goes down as a result you know it does not seem as negative but it was actually negative so um, you know, that's my general reading on Bank Nifty. Again, I will wait for tomorrow's price movements, especially because it's an, it's an expiry day tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll see some crazy wild movements. Um, I'll wait for that to actually happen. I'll wait for the markets to open and then see where it's actually headed before taking a decision. And I recommend you do so as well. Um, I'm, I'm just seeing. Okay, so 60 RSI on the daily chart and... Uh, from what I can see on the monthly chart, we're seeing some very clear 20MA support. It's also above 8MA, but there is a possibility because the difference, be the, the distance between 8MA and the current price is not that high. And this is on the monthly chart. As I said, you know, I'm going to be talking about the monthly chart on the 30th because it might give some direction or some justification or some context to, um, you know, tomorrow's possible move so on the we on the monthly chart we are we could be seeing uh the pr the closing price being below the eight moving average because the distance is not too much so that's pretty much it as far as my reading for bank nifty goes and we should get on with bank nifty's gainers and losers <clears throat> and bank nifty's top gainer was uh one of my picks as I've said, that pick did not work for a brief bit. It worked, but, you know, it went down uh, pretty fast. But that pick is back here. Any guesses, any guesses, any guesses? It is RBL Bank. Plus 4.36% up. Closing at 288.45. The day's high at 291. So that 300 level was not attempted. 290 level was attempted, though. From what I can see, we're seeing that lovely support level working. I, I believe I'd mentioned it in previous in the previous episode, in yesterday's episode. Also, I'm, I'm glancing through my notes. Yes, I'd mentioned RBL Bank support rising. So that, that beautiful support level has come into play, has come into the picture today also. And it's sort of working again. 295 level should be the resistance. So if it breaches that, if it also breaches 300, perfect. Nothing like it. If it does not, then hey, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty not, it's not out of the blue. It's definitely uh, something that you should have been expecting. Anyway, the next gainer for the day is SBI Bank. Super pumped to see it here because that 50 MA should have been breached, and we'll see if it was breached or not later on. And by later on, later on, I mean in a few seconds. 
uh, SBI Bank plus 3.47 percent, closing at 290.40. And yes, that 290 level was touched. In fact, the high was just 291. So. Uh, very similar highs in fact the same highs for rbl bank and sbi bank <clears throat> sbi bank fortunately that 50 ma level is sustained for now but you know i would still not completely rule out a possibility now though it seems rare that it goes down below that 50 ma level because 50 ma should ideally be a support at this point However, there is a change in polarity soon. So if tomorrow it closes above that change in polarity, and I believe the change in polarity must be between 295 and 300. Uh, I do not have the chart in front of me because I've just written down my analysis. So again, approximately 295, 300 similar levels as RBL Bank. If it is able to clear those, then it's great. If not, then, you know, it will eventually breach those. I'm sure SBI is not a bad bank at all. So that is where SBI Bank is standing. Coming to the top losers for the day, it is led by, uh, you know, our second top loser, or rather the second loser of uh, Nifty, and that is Yes Bank. Again, it's down 3.61%, closing at 56.05. We already talked about Yes Bank, so I'll just mention this here. So far, it has crossed the 50 MA, and for now, I believe, you know, for today, that is the most important thing. Uh, you know, crossing crossing that 50 MA level is no joke. If it is able to sustain that breach, then nothing like it. Honestly, uh, it is quite possibly the clearest early, early, early sign stage thingy, uh, you know, signal to get into the bank. Again, this is assuming that the fundamentals, the fundamentals are all right. If they are, nothing like it, perfect. But this is assuming that 50 MA level is sustained. The next loser for the day is Indusin Bank. It is down 1.62%, closing at 1294. Yes, it was unable to sustain those 1300 levels despite it opening at 1315. So very interesting. For Indusin Bank, again, that trend line is coming into play. Uh, I had mentioned this before that Indusin Bank is great if you just want to do up, down, up, down, up, down on that downtrend. Right now, it is at that trend line now. I would not say that shorted tomorrow because it might just happen that it breaches that trend line and that is entirely possible. However, I would definitely keep my eye on Indusin Bank as a possible opportunity. Um, also, 50 RSI is there. Now, if it is able to breach that 1300 level, things should be good. If it is not, then the trend line and that 1300 psychological resistance should come into play and prevent it from doing, uh, you know, good in the markets at least in the short uh shorter term again okay so uh my father had actually asked me that you know you you talk a lot about these short terms and these long terms and these shorter terms and then longer terms what do you actually mean by short term what do you mean by long term uh by short term what i mean is a few days two days two days three days immediately next day by medium term what i mean is that in that week by long term or when i say longer term i either mean in the coming months or in the coming weeks so now you know i'll try to be more clearer in the coming uh, episodes so that it's not as uh, vague as it normally is but you know uh, if i do miss miss that miss that out do just drop me a message or tweet at me i'll i'll clear it out for you no not an issue at all but that was Bank Nifty, 8 advances, 4 declines. Now we'll come to 
quite possibly which has been uh, you know the most interesting uh, se- uh, section for me because it helps me uh, analyze my own trades and yes that is my trades the my trade section so let's get on with that all right so the very first trade for me was the just dial future and this is the first time that i've taken such an odd future i'm i'm using air quotes for odd because just dial is a stock i have not entered into previously and i straight away took a future of it first thing in the morning this was a risky pick it was actually uh, a trade that my father said hey you know you should look at it it's possibly going to go up and uh, i was ab- i was able to make a pretty sweet return on this unfortunately i do not have the roi percentages i'm still working on that i'll get that to you asap but uh, this was a good trade it was a quick move and i was able to make the most of it it did go up slightly so i was able to catch it from 600 and something 602 603 to 606 or so it went up to 611 or so before actually going to sub 600 levels uh when it went back down to 603 or so i i i went long a few stocks intraday you know of just dial not the future because of the massive lot size but that failed so you know i had to book a loss on that so that was just dial i did buy i did and i did buy a few stocks though of just dial because it does look like an interesting pick so it might go up hopefully it goes up the next uh, you know trade for the day was maruti short yes i shorted maruti again and this is something that i had actually mentioned that hey i've i've been shorting maruti a lot but i was like you know it does not make sense walking away from a possible decent trade opportunity just because you've been doing a, doing it a lot so i shorted it and it worked so that's great uh, you know it's it's pretty confidence boosting actually when this happens so that 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 worked glenmark equity i i went long glenmark and that also worked so that's great again good trades in general the next trade i took was mindtree future i went long mindtree and that also worked um and the next one that i went long was ultratech cement i believe this was either at cost just above cost or just below cost so really not sure what is but it was a it was quite a small amount so not not too sure um i did exit my infosys call so some of you guys might be remembering that i had a 780 call uh, of infosys i did exit it because i was holding it hoping expecting praying that infosys goes up somehow or the other you know there's an upper circuit tomorrow or some something like that um uh, but fortunately or unfortunately the markets do not listen to me Uh, which is why that did not happen and i wanted the extra margin so i squared it off and i booked pretty much the entire loss because obviously a 780 call is going to be worthless and it was so that is what i saw on infosys's call and i exited it today so those were my trades and uh, you know this is generally a one way street i i just share my trades i'd love to know if you guys take these trades I, i'd love to know if you guys trade at all uh because i don't think i i've had a proper conversation with most of you guys I, in fact i don't even know who most of you all are so um you know you should def- definitely drop me a message on any of any platforms just like literally just say that hey i listen to this podcast and i know how many people listen to it it's not that many but i still know how many people listen to it is definitely less than the number of people i've talked to so 
at least if you've come this far you should definitely drop me a message that hey i listen to your podcast and i like it because of this reason and i feel that you can you know improve this thing that that would just help me massively and i'd also love to know if you trade you know it's just you know fun engaging with uh, fun engaging with the community so that's all from my side tomorrow is an expiry day so not just happy trading happy expiring i hope uh, the only thing that expires are your losses and uh, if you're long if you're short options i hope they expire worthless so there is that and i'm signing off for today hope to see you in the next one